Good morning. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press, Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bichard. Today I read the case, Birch v. State, 695SW2D264, Texas, Court of Appeals, 1985. What happened in this case? We'll find out. Let us view it through the lens of the First Amendment. Constantly think about the First Amendment while evaluating this case. And remember, it's not only I and you who believe the First Amendment should cover obscenity. It's also Justice Black in United States versus 37 photographs who claim the, the First Amendment should cover obscenity. So this is what happened. Quote, Appellant Aubrey Buddy Birch was found guilty of selling a obscene magazine in violation of Texas Penal Code Annotated, Section 4323C1, Vernon, Sub-1985. No physical evidence was produced at trial. The trial's court finding was based only on the following. End quote. No physical evidence was produced at trial, it said. I have not seen a obscenity trial where... The prosecution did that. It seems like it was a bad move by the prosecutor, but we can take it. So what was the issue in question? This is what happened. It says, quote, that on March 28, 1984, Officer T.X. Cox, Houston Police Department Vice Division, entered Mr. Peeper's bookstore located at 50406 Airline in Harris County, Texas. Before entering the bookstore, Officer Cox observed a painted sign in front of the bookstore which gave notice that no one under the age of 18 may enter the store and that if sexually explicit material offends you, do not enter. Upon entering the bookstore, Officer Cox observed numerous racks of magazines on display for sale. Officer Cox also observed that the defendant, Aubrey Buddy Birch, standing behind the counter used for payment of the magazines. Officer Cox selected the magazine Triple Anal Action from one of the racks. The officer handed this magazine to the defendant. In presenting the magazine to the defendant, the officer presented it with the rear cover facing up so the defendant could see the cover, which depicts a white female sitting backwards on the lower stomach of a white male, and the male has his penis in her anus. The defendant turned the magazine over to the front cover, which depicts a white female lying between two white males engaging in sexual intercourse and anal sodomy. The defendant told, sold the magazine, triple anal action to Officer Cox, for 1585. Officer Cox sub- subsequently viewed the magazine in its entirety and observed three separate sections in the magazine. Each section depicts scenes of sexual intercourse, oral sodomy, anal sodomy, and male ejaculation. End quote. It looks like the bookstore was doing what it should have done, that they put up the sign that says no one under age 18. Props to them for taking responsibility and putting the parameters we need to on this stuff. That's one parameter we need. Otherwise, we urge free reign. Has anyone ever read that magazine, Triple Anal Action? If you're into anal action, I'm sure you would like triple better than single or double. The magazine sold for fifteen eighty-five back then. Adjust that for inflation 
and it would be higher today. So that is a big price tag. Does that attest to the quality of the material they're in? So what did the trial court do? It says, quote, Appellant's punishment was assessed by the trial court at $200 fine, end quote. Also adjust that for inflation. I'd like to go back to that statement. I know it's something rather ironic. The officer's name was Cox. What do you think about that, friends? The decision also continues. It says, quote, no exhibits were produced at trial except the stipulation of evidence set out above. The magazine was not introduced into evidence. In an obscenity case, the state must establish that the material alleged to be obscene depicts and describes patently offensive representations of actual simulated sexual intercourse, anal intercourse, or oral sodomy before the material can be found to be obscene. End quote. Fair enough. I'm not sure why the prosecution did that. Did they drop the ball? Was it an intentional strategy? Usually they want to bring it out because the jury is shocked by such things. So I'm not sure why they did that. They conclude, quote, We therefore hold that the stipulation of the evidence standing alone is insufficient to support the trial court's finding that the magazine was obscene. The judgment of conviction is reversed and the trial court's order entered a judgment of acquittal. End quote. Victory! Victory! The Court of Appeals didn't address the First Amendment issues involved in this thing, but we won on a procedural ground. So we consider a victory. Maybe it was intervention of the deity of the universe. There's a good probability that if Aubrey Buddy Birch has died, Aubrey Buddy Birch is in First Amendment heaven for fighting this good fight. Let us also fight the good fight and ascend to First Amendment heaven. Let's aim for First Amendment heaven by overturning obscenity laws, fighting obscenity, where officers like Officer Cox tries to challenge it. Let us keep fighting the good fight and keep pushing forth obscenity so the world can be a better place. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.